this is the last coffee house today we are talking about the joker i saw joker i'm gonna do a no reviews no reviews spoiler no i'm gonna do a no spoilers review just a brief discussion about the movie and what i thought about it like i said these things are coming late because i had all sorts of technical issues hopefully the way i'm doing it now is gonna work i certainly not sure that it will but okay so i saw joker with joaquin phoenix directed by who todd phillips or something like that i've got some pretty sparse notes here but overall i liked it a lot it started off pretty slow <laughs> It could have been specifically meant to make sure that to anchor the viewer into not expecting what comes thereafter, but it started off pretty slow, but I ended up liking it quite a bit, especially the last act is actually pretty, really well done. Now, it's going to be compared, I'm sure every single reviewer is going to compare it to Taxi Driver to some degree. It certainly had a Taxi Driver feel. Taxi Driver is certainly more revolutionary as film art than Joker is, but Joker is also a superhero, you know movie it's or an anti-hero you know it's like venom it's the second stab at that right have there been any other villain biopics yet or origin stories because venom was trash so this absolutely was not trash it was actually pretty good so i wonder if that's the first big step especially for that universe the dc universe which has not done well ever since man of steel it has been just not good at all and there are also there are not to give too much away but one thing to keep in mind that i definitely thought about was the whole case about Bernie Getz, which I don't know if they even teach that in schools anymore, but it was in New York where this guy who had a gun, he was being terrorized by some youths and ended up killing them <laughs> and fleeing, but it was during a particularly high crime spike in New York, so he was kind of celebrated as a vigilante by a lot of people. But it, it's an interesting case study. I remember I ran to that like a dozen times in undergrad. I don't know why they thought it was so important, but still it's, it's something that struck me when I was watching in this movie anyway so cinematography i was disappointed by some visual choices but it did kind of really need to be gritty and it did feel gritty and dirty and gross <laughs> which is good and it had a cinematographic personality with the it used a really shallow depth of field in a lot of scenes where even i mean things that were just barely in focus at the center the focal point and then everything else was out of focus and it had a good disorienting quality that kind of fit you into it so i really i loved a lot of the character design like his outfit at the end i thought was pretty perfect i was just i remember looking at it just thinking that's that's actually really good because it's really tough to find a distinct look especially after like heath ledger's joker and the stupid damaged thing on <laughs> on Jared Leto. It's it's difficult to f really fit your way in there, but I think it looked pretty perfect, along with his makeup as well. It looked really good. And like the, the vigilante mask design, I thought looked great too. So it was just, it was quality. But otherwise, cinematography, there are a couple of images that really stand out to me, you know, a couple of sets that kind of seem to do a little more. There was a lot of graffiti, you know, on the subway. There was, there were certain times where he'd be framed in certain ways that really made it look interesting. His, his run, I thought, was great. Uh, there were a couple of scenes that just kind of didn't work all that well, but I, they they were the exception rather than the rule when it came to the look of them. Performances. Oh my gosh. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he did an incredible job. I don't care. I think I saw somebody who said something about how it felt like he was overdoing it or something like that. I didn't find that at all. I think he nailed it pretty much perfectly because he reined it in a lot of places. This is a criticism I had of him overacting is a criticism I had of him when it came to the master. I thought he he 
overacted the hell out of that movie and it was really annoying because there was no real ramp up like i generally like the movie it's a gorgeous movie lots of great ideas you know a lot of good writing in there it was just i thought he over he and philip seymour hoffman i thought just overacted a lot of the pieces of it which was really frustrating in this though i think he's really tethered and he lets it just happen and it's very gradual and it makes sense i thought it was really well paced the way phoenix delivered this character and how this character developed so i don't know i i didn't i don't think i had any criticisms of the way that he portrayed this character there were some aspects of the dialogue that were kind of annoying that's more kind of like storytelling but there's some aspects of the dialogue that i didn't think were as interesting or well done as they should have been but when it came to him yeah i think he pretty much nailed it he it felt like he disappeared in the role and he wasn't just acting like manically it felt like he disappeared in it and that's really good i mean it's assuring it's it's it just felt right so and it felt like it was kind of separate from heath ledger's joker because everybody wants to talk about okay who's the best joker everybody knows who's not the best joker but it felt like it was separate like it was a different thing it was still joker you know the origin of joker and all that stuff but it felt like it was a really different method and take on building the same character so i don't know there's something about christopher nolan's batman is like the dark knight really kind of fits in the superhero category it's it's still there even though ledger was brilliant and all that stuff but this kind of fits into cinema category there's more to it than just it's a superhero movie or something something like that and not only that the like supporting performances were actually really good so you got robert de niro did a very good job i always i get annoyed with the casting of robert de niro in these kinds of roles because i feel like people think he has a bunch of great comedic timing when he really kind of (laughs) doesn't but i know he's got a pedigree he's got a legacy of being able to do comedic stuff but i don't think he's all that great at comedic acting he's really annoying in real life but i don't hold that against him as an actor and then the like girlfriend character i thought she did a very good job she had kind of this mixed thing to play and i thought she just kind of fit in in it well and did a good job the mother uh, she was the uh, the first time i saw her i think was what was it six feet under she was the mother on that or something uh, and she's been in a bunch of stuff but i think she did a very good job as well just enjoyable to watch even thomas wayne you know he didn't have a whole lot to do <laughs> but i think he fit in well <laughs> and just even secondary characters like his his regular friends or whatever i thought just really did well and it really spoke to the the whole texture of the movie which was nice it was good and the storytelling well structured it was surprisingly well structured when it comes to just kind of a a basic okay where are the sources of the drama where are the benchmarks and the way this character is going to develop it was well structured in that way to get us all the way up and it escalates in a way that makes perfect sense and it keeps the momentum going so and you had several turns in the storytelling that that fit and escalated at the same time so it just felt like it had momentum but this is after like the first first third the first third felt like it was a little slogging but after that it just felt like it had the right momentum and the right turns and the right tent poles in the way the character developed and the plot points and all that stuff so i actually thought the storytelling was pretty good and this director isn't i mean this is what the hangover one two and three and four and the morning after pill the sequel to that i don't know but i think i you wouldn't expect much out of this director but i actually think he did pretty well when it came to this and that i mean you could talk about the controversy it's not really a controversy it's just there was anticipatory (laughs) attention given by the media to potential shooters who took this movie as inspiration so it's god i hate the media i hate the media so damn much at this point 
I really, really do. But the movie, really, it was about general counterculture and mostly about class over anything else. Of course, the Joker himself explicitly says, you know, I don't have any real goals. That's not really what it's about. I'm not trying to accomplish anything. But it's really just kind of general counterculture and exclusion versus inclusion and class. It's it's not really the kinds of... It has a more, a more deep interest in mental health than it has in like a general political issue or something like that you know it's it's more interested in mental health uh it goes it kind of explores that more carefully and it is more interested in that than any kind of political issue anyway so that's that's joker i mean i know i did two midsummer things but midsummer had a lot to talk about this has something i'd like to talk about the spoiler specifically just you know if i thought it was cool or not <laughs> i guess or if i saw it coming or didn't but other than that i don't know how much more there is to to say <laughs> to say about it but overall i did i did really like it i think it was it was worth the price of admission just to see joaquin phoenix and all the extra stuff about good storytelling and the interesting visual stuff and set design costume design all that i think was just kind of icing so that that was great it was good i really liked it okay thanks that was the last coffee i was bye <laughs>